Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I just wanted to start by saying it took me about 30 minutes in dramatic girl time, of course, to get this new microphone all set up and everything. So I really hope it sounds a lot better than me in my closet because now it's me, my microphone sitting at my desk out in the open. So yeah, I'm very excited about it. It's pretty cool. Thanks to the brosif for the Christmas gift. And yeah, 2020, the last day. It's kind of crazy that we're here. Like I'm sure everyone is like so excited to be here. And I know there's people who are like, oh my God, like not much is going to change tomorrow. And you know what? Those kind of people get on my nerves because if people are happy about something, just let them be happy about it. And like hopefully 2021 brings a lot of good things to everyone who's dealt with a lot of bad things this year. I don't think like the clock striking midnight tonight is going to take away everyone's like pain and you know, issues they've had this year, but I'm very hopeful for 2021. And I know a lot of other people are who've been through a lot of crap this year. So don't listen to the haters. 2021 is going to be better. I know everyone said that this time last year for 2020, but it's way better to be positive about something than to be negative and put those negative vibes out there and have those manifest. Because, I mean, bad things can happen regardless whether you're positive or negative. So the way I see it is hope for the best and hopefully the best will come. So, yeah. I also really hope that this microphone is not messing up like it was before because I don't want to have to re-record these things a million times. As you guys know, I am not like super tech savvy when it comes to this podcast. I just kind of go with the flow. Um, that's basically how my entire life is. So <laughs> I will be very upset if I have to record this all over again, because one, I'm not going to remember a thing I said. And two, it's just a big pain in the butt. So yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. But anyway, let's dive in to this last episode of 2020. Thank goodness that last one didn't mess up. But I gotta say, this sound is so crisp. Like people already compliment me on my voice. Thank you guys, by the way. But this microphone definitely makes me want to make some like ASMR videos for sure. Um, but another time for that. So I want to start by saying thank you to my planner where I usually write down every little detail of my day. I kind of slacked at the end of the year, but luckily that hasn't been that far away. So I still remember all that stuff, but my planner helped me keep track of my dating life this year. I know that's kind of hilarious, but comes in handy for things like this. So for this episode to kind of wrap up 2020, I wanted to kind of go through quickly, like 
I mean, my episodes usually are longer-ish anyway, so let's not be unreasonable, Nicole. You're going to still take a while. But kind of like quickly summarize all my dates from this year and, of course, never using any real names. So some of the names are going to be kind of funny because they're just going to describe the guy in the best, quickest way possible. Um, So, yeah, starting off last New Year's Eve. So (laughs) most New Year's Eve nights for like the past few years have been full of like dramatic craziness. Fingers crossed for tonight because I am trying to avoid that at all means. Um, But yeah, last year, half of my group of friends that were out ended up leaving like right after midnight. And then the other half of the people, we all went somewhere else. I was under the influence and my friends at the time left me alone downtown in the bars. So me being not in my best state of mind, called my ex-boyfriend to come be with me because it made me a little nervous that I was totally alone out by myself. So who do you call? Your ex-boyfriend. That's what was going through my mind. So that's how I started off 2020, which maybe I should have took that as a like, yikes, this might be an interesting year. But, you know, whatever. He he did come and pick me up, so I do really appreciate that. Like, he was definitely there for me. But anyway, after that, like, kind of towards the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, I was, like, dating this professional athlete. Um, But around like February, it started to like fizzle out with him. Um, It just wasn't like a realistic type of thing. Like I'm not huge into sports, but I know what goes on with professional athletes. And he had some other, you know, things in his life that made it a little more complicated. Um, But we ended like on a good note. So there was that. Then next up, I met the Hawaiian guy. Well, he's not Hawaiian. He lives in Hawaii, a.k.a. the guy from the long-distance relationship episode. And me and him dated for quite a few months. This this was, too, like when it was the heat of corona times, you know, those dark times where we could only go outside and nowhere else and everything was closed. Um But then even when things started to open up, we were still like together, but it started fizzling out after that because Hawaii still wasn't open enough where I could go there and he couldn't come here. And, you know, if you don't know, listen to the long distance relationship episode. Then next, I went on a date with this Greek guy, which if you know me, love everything about Greece went there, loved it, would go back again, 10 out of 10 recommend, would live there. Um, So yeah, like he was tall and handsome and had dual citizenship in Greece. So like, hello, checked 
a ton of my boxes. But then he was kind of like flaky. So it is what it is. I wonder if he'll even hear this, but I would still go on a date with you. You're cute. Maybe actually you're kind of flaky. If you were less flaky, it'd be better. Then next I went on a date, a few dates with this guy and it was more of like a friend vibe. I need a good name for this guy. Well, you'll see what he's known for in a few minutes. So we went on a few dates and it was more of like a friend vibe between me and him. Um, but we kept hanging out, you know, I, I didn't want to like do anything dramatic. I wanted to give him some time, make sure everything was cool. And then like a few days after our second date, I think there was only two, honestly, he asked me for some money and I was just like really shocked at that. And so I text like two of my really close guy friends that'll like tell me the truth. And I was just like, this just happened. And they were like, he's trying to scam you. And then one of them actually told me like one of their, it happened to one of their relatives. And I'm just like, I cannot believe that that is real life. Like, I can't believe that people do that. I mean, I know that it happens, but it was just really weird. I like never responded after that. And he didn't really say anything either. Probably hands down weirdest state of um, 2020 for sure was that one. The man who asked me for money, but up next right behind him. And I think I mentioned this like on previous episodes where I kind of like update you about my current life like months ago, this man, I went on a date with this guy and like he wasn't a legit catfish, but his like photos were such bad quality. I didn't really know exactly what he looked like from his pictures and like he didn't Snapchat me. He would just like send me pictures, which like is a red flag make note ladies you know always get like a snapchat or something don't have them send you just like a photo and if they do you make them do something to distinguish that they're taking the photo for you i did that to one of the other guys i guess after the catfish guy actually because i go to meet this guy and he doesn't look like i expected him to look like he didn't look bad but he just didn't look exactly like his pictures and he also like was arguing with me a lot which I thought was weird like it wasn't like playful like flirting or whatever it was like legit arguing so I was like so money guy and catfish guy pretty up there for top worst date of 2020 um then next I just went on one date with um (laughs) I'm gonna call him Turkish guy number one because there's more than one. But yeah, Turkish guy number one, we just went downtown and had a few drinks and he went back to New York. Actually, now that I'm like saying this, 2020, and it's funny because my coworker also said this the other day as well, like 2020 was the year of meeting guys who don't live here. So thank you men who have come into my life and don't live here. You're doing great things for my quality time love language that I can't have quality time with you because you don't actually live here. So Turkish guy was just like a fun date. Um, He had a motorcycle too. So definitely bonus points. 
Next up, oh, I don't even know what to call this guy because he was like the first guy I had went on dates with that I was like, wow, like maybe he could be my next relationship. Like he wants the same things. He's mature. He has his self together. And I thought we were having a good time. He still wanted to hang out, called me like every day, and then it started getting less and less until he ghosted me. So like he he's probably the biggest like disappointment of 2020. Like the long distance relationship was definitely disappointing that it didn't work out, but at least we gave it a shot and went for it. Whereas like this guy just like disappeared to never be heard from again. Well, and you never know. Some guys ghost and they end up coming back. I'm not holding my breath, but yeah, this guy, ghost guy, biggest disappointment of 2020 for sure. And I'm sure like some of these guys could have their own episodes in the future too. So I don't want to give away everything. There's plenty more details. Um, Next, I think was this guy from South Africa. We had like matched, I think, on a dating app like a while ago and like finally met up, which I think I've said in other episodes, like <laughs> that is not uncommon for me. I'm sorry if you match with me and we don't meet right away, but who knows? We might meet a few months or years later. So <laughs> don't get discouraged, I guess. Um but yeah, met up with him, like was having a good time, but then he was like really aggressive about like not hanging out enough and things like that. And I think my main thing like this year is just kind of like going with the situation. And when people try to control the situation, it like freaks me out and I want to leave, which is kind of funny because I feel like I used to try to be the one controlling the situation and I would push people away. And now I kind of am living like what I used to do to other people. So yeah, he was coming on too strong and there were like different parts of the situation too that I wasn't like super fond of anyway. And then he got like I'm telling you, he like flipped out on me and I had to block his number. Like I had to block him on social media and I had to block his number because he like deleted and blocked me first. And I was just like, why? Like at that point, we had only disagreed. We didn't even have like a full blown like argument or anything. But then when he blocked me for what I felt like was a dumb reason, that just made me like totally done. And then he's, like added me back and was still trying to talk to me. And I'm like, no, like you literally blocked me. Now you unblocked me and you're trying to talk to me and be like normal. No, that's not how this is going to work. So that one ended pretty messy. Then I also went on one date with this really nice guy and he had a daughter and he was great. I loved talking to him, but there wasn't just, there wasn't that romantic connection there, which I'm like, 
totally down to be friends with anyone and I'm totally down to stay in contact with anyone I've been on dates with. If they don't want to, that is their choice and they don't have to talk to me, but I'm always down to stay friends with anyone I meet. So he's definitely somebody that I saw more as like a friend and he's a really great guy and he loves his daughter so much. Like it was the cutest thing hearing him talk about her, but it just didn't progress from there. Then as we all know, well, if you listen to the episodes, when my grandma passed away, I was in a very not good place. So there was a time that I was hanging out with my ex because he was there for me during that time and comforted me and things like that. So yeah, we know how that goes. Nobody's perfect. Then after that, well, actually a little bit before that, I was out at a bar down here and saw this really cute guy And he looked like he was kind of looking at me, but he was with a few other girls. So me and my friend were like trying to figure out if he was with one of them and he ended up not being. And we crossed paths and exchanged numbers and things like that. He ended up living in Orlando. Another guy who doesn't live here. I mean, he lives closer, but still not here. And him and I had been on a few dates and... Ultimately, it's the distance. Like, it's not that far, but after all the like stuff that has gone on this year and like the long distance relationship and meeting other people who like don't live here, it's just not. I don't think it's what I can do right now. Like, my love language needs to be fulfilled. Him and I are still, you know, cordial and everything. So. It's not like it ended on bad terms, but we both kind of like agreed that it's a little bit further away than we would like. Then we have Turkish guy number two, which is so weird. I feel like to meet two Turkish people in the same year, but maybe not if you're specifically looking for Turkish guys. I don't know where you can do that, but um. If I find out some pointers or find out some overlapping coincidences, then I'll let you guys know. But Turkish guy number two, again, someone I had matched with a while back and finally decided to meet up with them. I don't know if my text message ding just like went off or not. So I apologize if it did. But um, yeah, so finally decided to actually go on a date with him and had a good time like laughed we have very like kind of similar senses of humor and yeah it was just really good dates i hope this is not like dinging on my episode i'm sorry guys like if it's not dinging i'm gonna sound crazy because my text messages are dinging and i feel like you can hear it but maybe you can't So hopefully it won't ding anymore. Okay. But in Turkish guy. So yeah, we had a good time, a lot of laughs and yeah, I mean, he lives here, so that's good. And then last, but definitely not 
least, I met a fellow MCR lover. If you don't know what MCR is, it's My Chemical Romance. And if you don't like them, then there's something wrong with you. But he is really great. We, you know, connect on a lot of levels. We have a lot of things in common that we like and especially music. And he made me dinner that was probably the best like homemade dinner I've ever had. He got me the cutest flowers and offered to take me to the airport, things like that. So it was really nice. And it was really nice to be dating someone who would do those things because I haven't had too many guys go out of their way to do nice things. Like definitely some of the other guys that I've mentioned already have done really, really nice things for me. Um, But there's also some that didn't and who kind of did things that you probably shouldn't do Um, or just like I felt like I wasn't being treated as well as I could have been by some of the guys. So it is really refreshing to know that there are still good guys out there. And for all my single ladies, there definitely are good guys out there. So don't worry. You'll definitely run into one. As far as like kind of wrapping up this year, right now, I don't really know where I'm at. I'm not ready to like commit to anyone for sure. Like I don't have any urge to be in a relationship with anybody at the moment. Not saying that that wouldn't change, but I just know where I'm at right now. And I think that it's less focus on men and more on my own thing. Um, Next year, I do want to start doing more with the podcast. I know it started out as just like a easy hobby and I don't know how like more in depth I'll get with it, honestly, but I want to do a little bit more. And I think, you know, getting this new microphone and like some of the other things that I kind of have in mind will be really good to kind of ramp up the podcast a little bit. I know a lot of people have been telling me to get into YouTube, but I kind of like just sitting here in my like old t-shirt with no makeup on talking to you guys. And I mean, I don't know if other YouTubers would like watching that, but I just kind of prefer the like just talking rather than the videoing. It's, but we'll see. Never say never. You never know. But yeah, so that's just where I'm at. Not really like ready to commit to anyone or anything. Just kind of focusing on me and getting back to my normal self because I know like the past few episodes that I had, you know, I've kind of been in a funk. And I would say I'm still kind of in a funk, honestly, Tonight, like New Year's Eve, has given me a lot of anxiety, surprisingly. Um, I think 
a lot of people are probably in the same shoes, like just not knowing how 2021 is really going to be. For me too, it's not knowing how this night is going to be just because the past few times have not been good. So I think that's where a lot of my personal anxiety is coming from. But I know, you know, we're all just hoping that this next year is good. And I think it will be. Like I said in the beginning, I think it's good to stay positive. And I think there will be good things. 2020 was really bad, really, really, really bad. But there were some good moments. And I know like us as, you know, a society got to see those good moments and we got to grow and change. And, you know, that's what hardships are supposed to teach you. You're supposed to learn from them. And I think we have learned some things. I think there's things we still need to learn, but that's how life is. No one has all the answers right away. So as I get all like deep with you guys, I will end my recap of 2020 dating wise here and then we'll kind of go into the questions and everything I asked you guys on Instagram which shameless plug as always if you're not following the date me or hate me podcast Instagram you should um if you've listened to some episodes you know I like to include your experience in the podcast too so definitely go give it a follow interact with the stories Um, so then your, you know, experiences can be shared too, because, you know, I'm telling you mine and my opinions, but hearing other people's opinions too helps. I think personally, like you're not going to agree with everybody. You probably don't agree with some things that I say, but like someone who answers a question, you might agree with their point of view and be comforted to know that they also feel the same way or might show you like a different perspective than you would have normally thought of. So it's at date me or hate me podcast on Instagram. And I'm sure if you just type in date me on hate me or date me or hate me on Facebook, you can find it there too. So yeah, let's hear what you guys had to say. Also, I want to start by saying if I forgot our date in 2020 and forgot to mention it, I apologize no hard feelings. It's not you. It's definitely me. Anyway, moving on. So I was just curious to know what your guys' favorite episode was this year, what your least favorite episode was this year, and how many dates you guys have been on. And then just some like life advice that you learned this year. So we're going to start with your favorite episode. So one person said, the one with the guy who had the shampoo bottle of his ex that made me do a deep clean. And it's so funny because I sent that to him and he was like, wow, that's really cool that, you know, someone connected with it. And it is really cool. It's really cool to see like which episodes stood out to you guys. And I love that like listening to some of them or listening to like your favorite one or, you know, the most recent one like might make you reflect on, you know, things in your life. So like this guy, you know, listened to that episode and then he was like, hmm, like maybe I need to, you know, get rid of some things that I might have been holding on for a little too long. So I found that really interesting. The next up, 
was the episode where you remembered your grandmother, which that is so sweet. I know that those episodes weren't the most like upbeat and fun as I try to make most episodes, but it was and still is, you know, a really big thing that affected me. So it needed to be said. And I'm really glad that you enjoyed that episode. It means a lot to me. Next up, we have the one with your mom, definitely. And I have to say, the episode with my mom is my top listened to episode by like a landslide. And I'm so confused. <laughs> like, honestly, I thought the one with the guy from Big Brother, because he was really popular. Zach, I know who you are. I'm just saying if other people don't. But I really thought that one was going to be more popular because he was pretty well known on Big Brother. And, you know, he's fun. And it was fun having him on the podcast and talking to him. So when I kept seeing, though, that like the one with my mom just kept getting like more and more views, I, it still baffles me. Like my mom's cool. My dad's really cool, too. So like I know it's entertaining, but I just wasn't expecting it to be as popular as it was. So next up, someone said the new Love Yourself should be listened to by everybody. Love is easy when you are not 24 hour together. I I don't know what the last part means, but I really appreciate that you liked the love yourself episode because I I just felt like sometimes when you're told to love yourself, it it doesn't do the good that it should be doing and that most people intend for it to do. So that's why I wanted to kind of like go on and describe how I feel about it. And I'm really glad that you liked it and that you also recommend it to other people. That really means a lot to me. Next up, we have MIA, but I'm back. And they said simply because of both the strength and vulnerability it took to share it. And again, like, thank you so much for the feedback and for being so supportive and for actually, you know, liking an episode like that the most because of the vulnerability. Because honestly, like I said, I know that those type of episodes weren't the most like upbeat and I want this podcast to be like upbeat and fun and funny and, you know, for you guys to enjoy listening to it. And yeah, but I know that also too that dating and just life in general can be, you know, messy and upsetting and cause, you know, a bunch of different emotions. And I don't think that they should necessarily be like suppressed I think there's like a time and place for everything, but you know, it, it is important to show that side. It is important to show the humanity of it all. Like I am just an average everyday girl sitting in her house at her desk with a cool new microphone. Like I'm no different than you guys. 
I just want to try to help in any way that I can, if I can. And since I started the podcast, I've gotten, I would say, good feedback from it. So I just kept going with it. So that was very long-winded answer from me. But again, I really appreciate you choosing that one and for the reason that you did. Next up, they said, overall, the podcast is refreshing. So all and getting to know the host. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I'm really appreciative. (laughs) I really am appreciative of everyone who has, you know, took the time to listen to one episode, to a few episodes, to all the episodes. Like, that means so much to me. Again, like, I'm not trying to get all, like, corny, but, I mean, all any of these responses mean a lot to me. So thank you so much for listening to them all, for enjoying the podcast, and for, you know, being a friend. Next up, we had the favorite was the toxic relationship. And as much as, like, I (laughs) like that you liked that one. I think it's just sad that, you know, that one can be a favorite just because I think so many people go through it, which is sad, but I think it's something we all have to go through. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like I said, everything teaches us something, especially the hard stuff is, you know, when we really learn a lot of life's lessons, unfortunately, And we all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And that's why I think people can relate to some of the more messier ones too is because, you know, most of us have been there. Most of us have been through things like that. And so we can relate. And it is comforting to hear that other people go through them too because sometimes we do feel like we're going through a very unique situation. And don't get me wrong, each relationship is very unique. But it's comforting to know that other people have been through it and to see how well they're doing and what they're doing. And, you know, don't base your life on other people's opinions or anything about you, but be there for people, be there for yourself and, you know, do what makes you happy. Then next up, you guys, I'm a little upset I I think you guys didn't want to like hurt my feelings or anything because I'm sure there's ones like episodes that were your least favorite. I asked you guys what was your least favorite and only got one response and it was – I wouldn't say least favorite but hardest to listen to was the one about your grandma and (laughs) again, I know that Life isn't always sunshine and rainbows, and I try to make the podcast sunshine and rainbows, but I think it's important to show the vulnerable side, the, you know, part that makes us human. But I I do next year, next year around here, I want you guys to give me some actual feedback. You won't hurt my feelings. I'm just trying to make the podcast better for you guys, too, to know, like, what you like, what you don't like. So don't like feel like you can't tell me which one you actually don't like. 
So let's see. How many dates did you go on in 2020? The first person said like 14. And like I didn't count all the ones that I've been on. I guess the one that I like sh- – ones that I've shared with you guys was – 13 of them. Um, but there were some other like random ones in there that I'm sure I forgot or, you know, that were just one time dates or that like I went on not super long ago that I might have forgotten about. Um, so I would maybe generously round to like 18 dates for me this year. So that's, I think, more than I would normally go on, to be honest, because this year I've kind of been like, let's go. Why not? You know, I'm still very selective, but why not? As my one of my really good friends would say, if not now, then when? And I think that's what 2020 has taught us to, if not now, then when? So YOLO. Someone else said six dates. Not bad. Next, we have two. You guys are making my 18 look scary. Um, Someone said zero. What a year, LOL. You know, sometimes I wish I had gone on, gone on none, but then, you know, we would just be listening to all my very old stories instead of some new-ish ones. But there's nothing wrong with not going on any. 2020 will be your year. Someone else said zero. Not easy to be a shy introvert in another country. Yeah, that, you know, being shy and a little more reserved, I definitely think it makes it harder to date. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not very shy, but like when I go on a first date, I'm kind of like anxious. I'm like, what are they going to think? Like, what are they going to be like? Is this going to be really awkward? like what is going to go down. So, you know, even though I'm pretty outgoing, it's still intimidating to go on dates to some extent. So I can't imagine being like shy, introverted. And again, if you, I was in like another country, like didn't know the language or like the customs or like anything that would also be very intimidating. So it just sounds like maybe it was a little intimidating for you this year, but again, kind of like my other friend who had zero, I think 2020 is going to be your year. Well, actually, let's add another one in there because someone else said zero. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I don't have corona. Um, They said zero. I can't wait to get healthy so that I could finally get some chances. And honestly, I think it's best that you're focusing on your health. Like sometimes we have to take a step back from dating and relationships and focus on us. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not selfish. It's not wrong. It's what you need to do. I was telling one of my friends actually not that long ago, she was very overwhelmed with, you know, helping out other people and like it just got to be a lot for her and she was kind of having a little breakdown. And so I was telling her, you know, when you go on a plane, which she hadn't been on a plane, I think she's been on one, like, and it was years and years ago. It's kind of like what they tell you when you go on a plane, you have to put your face mask on or your air oxygen mask before you can help others. And that's before you help your husband. That's before you help your children. 
Like you have to put yours on first. So you kind of have to look at life that way. Like you have to make sure that you are doing good and you are doing well and you're doing the things to take care of yourself before you can help others. Like, yeah, you want to be there for your friends, of course, and you can do that. But your friends should understand that your, you know, your well-being comes first for you. And that that's not making you a bad friend to them by being like, hey, like I'm a little overwhelmed lately and, you know, I need to take some time for myself. I definitely want to be here for you, but maybe just kind of like condensing, you know, what we're talking about into like a few major points might help rather than something long and drawn out or, you know, maybe taking a few days like to get your mental health right before, you know, you can have this conversation with your friend. I mean, you have to, you got it. You can figure it out. Your friends should communicate with you and you should be able to figure out what's best for both you guys so that you can still be whole and happy and healthy and help them become whole, happy and healthy. And if you're a friend with issues going to your other friend and they you know, tell you that they need some space or, you know, they need, you know, to kind of focus on their self for a little bit. Don't take it personally. Like unless they say to you like, hey, I don't want to be your friend anymore or like this friendship's not working out. Like it most of the time is not about anything with you. It's about them just trying to get themselves right so they could be a better friend to you. So also be cautious and like courteous of your friends that you're going to for help because I feel like a lot of times the friend that gives everybody the help doesn't get the like comfort and care as the people who come to them for the help, if that makes sense. So also I made this one super long and winded, but Just remember, you know, take care of yourself so you can help take care of others. Put your oxygen mask on first before you can help others, basically. Again, 2020 is going to be your guys' year. You'll go on some dates. You'll have a great time. This person said, first date's four, second chance is five, success is zero. And you've kept very good tallies of your your dating here um second chance is five i'm curious to know like which 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 but that's besides the point but i mean i feel you on a success is zero and (laughs) a lot of that don't get me wrong is to do with me like i said i'm just not in a place to commit to anybody right now so that is 100 percent my fault for not wanting to commit to, you know, anyone and anything. But, you know, it's not always our choice. So, you know, sometimes the successes being zero is not by our choice. It's by outside circumstances. But you just have to remember that everything happens for a reason. You are going on the path you're supposed to be. Everything is unfolding as it should. And great things are ahead. Next person said three dates, one person with a sad face. And this is really rough. I mean, I know it's disappointing when you go on multiple dates with somebody and it doesn't end up working out, but it's much better to find out that it's not going to work out 
in a few dates than in a few months or in a few years. Like, yeah, it's not ideal. It hurts. It still hurts. But it hurts less, which in the long run causes us less, you know, emotional turmoil, things like that. So, you know, just try to look at it as positively as you can. Like I said, I know it sucks. I know it's not ideal. But again, everything happens for a reason. Your person's out there. There's probably definitely more than one and you will come across them. Hopefully in 2020, we'll all be, you know, thriving. Next up, we have five before I stopped dating. And then the same person also said, I don't have one. I don't know if you meant to say that in that same one, but um, yeah, I mean, see, you know, stopping dating, you got to do what is best for you and props to you for doing that. I mean, sometimes we just need a little break. Sometimes, you know, we're just our head's not in the game. And, you know, dating shouldn't be a game and it's not a game for me. It's just a phrase. But to kind of put it in perspective, you know, you have to do what's best for you and what you feel. Will it make some people upset? Probably. Will people understand it? Maybe not. But everything that matters in this life, in your life, is what you think and what you feel as long as you're not like hurting other people. Like I say, as long as you're not hurting other people physically or emotionally, mentally, you know, do you boo boo. And then the last thing I asked you guys was what is something this year has taught you? And let me collect my thoughts here. So from the beginning, what this year has taught you guys? First up, don't lose yourself in the process of getting to know someone and don't be afraid. Fear causes a lot of issues. It really does. But that's not to say that something you're afraid of is good for you either. Yeah, you shouldn't be afraid. Sometimes the best things are when we branch out of our comfort zone and really conquer our fears. But sometimes we're fear fearful for a reason. <laughs> I had to say it like that or I would have like definitely butchered it. But so, yeah, you know, you have to go out there. You have to put yourself out there. But if you have this like gut feeling, this like instinct that just seems off, listen to it and, you know, be true to yourself. Do what you feel is right. The next is it's fine to go and explore by yourself. You don't need a partner to explore and have fun. And I feel like this is something too I learned a little bit more this year. I definitely branched out not insanely more than before, but definitely branched out to doing more things on my own. Granted, as a woman, it's harder to do things on your own in general for fear of your life. <laughs> like I would love to go walk in a park at night, but um, that's not the best, you know, idea for me. So, you know, some things I still can't do totally alone. Like I know someone who travels 
who's a female, did it by herself, did it for months and props to her because that uh, that makes me nervous. Like I know it can be done. I have actually like a few people I know that do that as females, but it's just insanely more dangerous for females to do that than men. So I'm glad though that you learned that and that you're enjoying your time alone and you're exploring things that you have wanted to, even if it's without somebody beside you. Next, we have how much of a crutch a bar is to use as a first date idea. And like, honestly, I feel like I've seen this so much like recently. And I don't know if it's because like 2020 and like you can't go very many places. I mean, in Florida, you can. But and I get to some extent why guys do it. Like they want to go have a drink first before they commit to like taking you on an actual date to like see if they like you. But it's still just kind of like a cop out too. It's kind of as a female to some extent makes me be like, wow, you don't think I'm like gonna work out enough to go take me on an actual date. So you're gonna take me for a drink and, you know, see if you hate me or not. <laughs> well, you know, the name is very fitting. So I get why people do it to me, I guess, because it's either date me or hate me. But um, I would have to agree. Like, I feel like going to a bar is I mean, you you can talk like you definitely have to make sure it's a bar that's not loud as hell. But so you can actually have a conversation and get to know the person. But also like. It just it just seems like a cop out to some extent to me personally. I don't know if that's how other females feel or not, but that's how I feel. And it is nice to know that a guy acknowledges that. Next is things happen in life for a reason. Always prepare for the unexpected. So I've definitely mentioned that first sentence before. The always prepare for the unexpected, I feel like that's kind of like a double-edged sword because I get that, you know, you do want to prepare for the unexpected, but I think worrying about the unexpected sometimes causes damage that you know, might be more harmful than beneficial. I used to always prepare for the unexpected or I always would just like think of the worst thing that could happen just to prepare myself in case the worst thing happened. And ever since I kind of went more with a like, just go with the flow, have no expectations, that has been an easier lifestyle for me. So personally, I would say rather than always prepare for the unexpected, I'd say have no expectations because when you have expectations, it's so much easier for people to fail them. That's not saying don't have boundaries, don't have standards, don't have morals, but just don't have expectations. Don't expect that the next guy you're going to meet or a girl you're going to meet is going to be your wife because I'm telling you 99% they're not going to, or you're going to try to force it and it's not going to be good. So no expectations. Next up, we have a little bit of self-love physically and mentally. Also a whole lot of patience. I always joke that my like life lesson in this lifetime is patience because I have none. I have no patience. I'm so quick to be like, okay, whatever, on to the next thing. Like I'm not waiting. Um, I'm trying to be better. <laughs> 
So I think patience is like my lifelong like goal for sure. But yeah, all those things you mentioned are really great. They're really important. And I'm glad that this year has taught you those things. Next up, I have own your own your flaws. Correct what is up to you and help, but don't take other people's problems to you. I think this is about like kind of what I talked about earlier with my friend who was very overwhelmed with other people, you know, coming to her for advice and then her getting overwhelmed. So, you know, and then owning your own flaws, you know, like own who you are. You're going to feel a million times better when you own who you are and you're comfortable in yourself and everything. So, you know, I tried to translate that as best as I could. It's really good advice and kind of what we've already kind of touched on, I think, so far. Next, we have health is probably one of the most important things in life. And that is so, so true. If 2020 hasn't taught us that, I don't know what will come along and teach us that, honestly, because just the coronavirus alone has just showed us, like, how fragile life is, how our healthcare system is, like, really set up, and how people treat healthcare workers and, you know, how the government handles all that stuff too. It's just, it's really been highlighted this year. And I think people have realized how important their health is and how, you know, lucky that they are to even still be here to see another day. I know I try to appreciate that more than I have in the past is that, you know, just getting up to see another day has been a blessing. Next, we have, we need to learn to apologize just as, just as much as we need to learn how to forgive. And that's so, 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 so important. Like, I know it's hard for us sometimes with our egos and everything, our pride. You know, we don't want to apologize. We don't feel like we've done anything wrong, you know. So really owning up and being mature and being like, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. And like genuinely meaning it is so important to relationships, to your own like mental health and clarity and to just living like a more fulfilled life, I feel like. So very great. And then our last two is one, try not to build up things in your head. Oftentimes it leads to disappointment. And I think that goes with what I said earlier is having no expectations. Like scroll back a few minutes ago and listen to the no expectation spiel <laughs> that I said because I think that fits perfectly with what you said that you've learned this year. And lastly, self-care is vital to your own well-being. Amen to that. I think, you know, that is kind of a good way. That was actually like a perfect way to kind of wrap up everything we talked about in this episode, especially in this segment, because I feel like a lot of what people have learned this year is, you know, their own self-care and, you know, 
how to make them happy and more fulfilled and other key elements that help you feel more fulfilled. And yeah, so I'm about to run out of time <laughs> for this segment, but we did finish it. So I'm just going to do a short little recap. So this isn't a super long episode, but it already is going to be. So it is what it is. But let's get into those final thoughts. Okay, so I'm really going to make this quick because one, this is a long episode as always. Two, it is 6.30 and I need to get ready. have not gotten ready at all. And three, you know, we don't want to go on forever anyway. So, you know, just to kind of recap, this year has been a lot for everybody, obviously. I think we've all learned a lot. I think we need to take those lessons with us into 2021 and we need to be positive about the year ahead because good things are coming. I know that they are. You know, they always talk about the highs and the lows. We had some lows, but we're going to have some highs now. And I think it's going to be a great year, 2021. I think we're going to all grow as people. I think there's a lot of amazing things in store for us. And there will be many more episodes ahead. So keep, you know, sending your feedback, sending in ideas. I am always open to hearing what you guys want to hear about next. So definitely feel free to shoot me a DM and let me know what you want to hear about. Um, because I do like to kind of switch it up between my stories and then just kind of like dating topics in general or relation topics in general or other like really fun stuff. Um, so definitely send me over what you guys want to hear. I will also be popping up with my own ideas and I look forward to sharing with you guys more exciting stuff in the year to come. I hope you guys have a lot of exciting stuff in 2021 that you're looking forward to. And I can't wait for us to grow together for another year. I can't believe it's been a year since I started this basically. And you guys have been fantastic. I would not still be recording without you. I would not have gotten this microphone as a gift without you guys listening and without you guys believing in me to do this and liking it enough for me to keep doing this. And yeah, so I love you all so much. I hope you guys have the best New Year's Eve, whatever you may be doing. And I hope it just sets, you know, the bar for what 2020 is going to give us. And I hope that's amazing, great things. I actually bought some black eyed peas to eat for tomorrow because my family used to do that when I was growing up and I hadn't done it since I lived at home basically a long, 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 long time ago. So I was like, let me go get some of those. If you don't know, it's supposed to bring good luck for the new year. So you eat them as the first thing on New Year's Day. I don't know if mine will be the first thing, but as long as you eat them during New Year's Day, I think it works. And you're supposed to eat technically a pea for every day in the year. So 365 peas. Um, hopefully there's enough of them in the bag that I bought because I just bought frozen black eyed peas. So eat your black eyed peas. Manifest a great year ahead because it's happening. 
and I will see you guys in two weeks. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Don't go too crazy, but have fun tonight. See you next time.